we'll get started right now fuck it (laughs) (laughs) so what's happening man i want to first i always thank everybody for taking time to to do this because we're just some dudes on a computer wanting to chit chat and talk shit so thank you oh of course i mean i'm just a guy that i'm surprised everyone wants to talk to so (laughs) i appreciate it cool man so um I usually just get right into it. I always tell everybody right away. There's no, I don't have any questions and ready in line. So I start at the very, very, very beginning of things. And it's not necessarily just about you and your bands, everybody. Well, first of all, let me step back. I know who you are. Maybe other people don't tell people who you are. Oh, uh, my name is Greg and uh, I play bass in a band called the red cord. And uh, I'm in a couple other bands. But I think it's probably the one that people will know me um, mostly from. Okay, great, great. So nice. I guess what I was leading into is kind of start from the beginning. Um, what got you into this wonderful world of badass, brutal, heavy music that we all seem to love? Uh, well, just, you know, when I was very young, um, that kind of stuff spoke to me. It always felt like it was a, a place for people that... Um, didn't belong in in what was i guess normal or whatever you want to say it was just something for for outsiders um yeah and the way i got into music was i grew up in a very musical household and that my dad was <clears throat> he was in a band in college and stuff and he had a guitar so on the weekends he would he would play it and uh would also listen to music all day long um we would have to listen to classical music while we ate dinner Nice. Uh, oh, dude, it was crazy. We, we That's wild. And there was always a battle between the Beatles and the Doors between my mom and my dad. My dad is a huge Beatles fan. My mom liked the Doors more, so that would be always on. Yeah. My dad was also a huge blues fan. And then um, me wanting to rebel just went in the other direction and uh, listened to as much punk and hardcore that I could. Um, it's just a musical house. And when I was younger, I always wanted to play guitar. And so my father, who couldn't read music, really wanted me to um, take an instrument where I was forced to read music. So instead of getting a guitar, I got uh, an alto saxophone in the fourth grade. And I learned how to, how to play that and read music. And then then I wanted a drum set. And they said it was too loud. So they got me a guitar. And then I eventually just got a drum set uh, <laughs> years later. So just been, but it all it all happened because of the house I grew up in. There was something, you know, Music is magical, man. No matter what you listen to, it's gonna it's gonna make you feel feelings. It's gonna just, you know, there's so much stuff out there that speaks to so many people that um, I don't understand why anyone wouldn't be want to be a part of that, no matter I what it is. I don't know, and I've I've run into people here and there, and like, yeah, it's like okay, I don't know anybody who says like, well, I don't like music. Like everybody listens to music, and everybody, but what you're saying, how like it speaks to you and like draws certain people in a little bit more than others i guess i get it because i mean everybody has their thing but it's definitely like another language that it's it's universal and everybody understands it and it speaks to i i don't know man it's fucking something it's therapeutic it's it's something and then when you start talking about being able to play and create that's a whole nother level because we play too so it's like a it's a whole nother level of of that appreciation and and it's like a whole type of meditation almost you know yeah absolutely i totally agree and you get to you know you get to share that with people which is awesome 
Mm-hmm. Like, like painting a picture and then people, you know, people going to see it and however they react, they react, but at least you're sharing something with somebody else. It's uh, exactly it's incredible. It's a pretty incredible thing. It doesn't matter where you stand on any sort of spectrum. If you like that type of music or that band, you're go. everyone's collectively, no matter what their belief system is, they're going to do that one thing together. And I think that is very important. Definitely. No, definitely. And you know, I, I like obviously all types of music. I, I think I'm sure it's been said many, many times, but I think I'm I'm thinking of a I think it was Tommy Lee that said something like it can't just be heavy all the time or type of thing. Like you gotta everyone has like a softer side or whatever. So I mean I like all kinds of stuff, but I notice and I say this quite often on the podcast or even just in life, there's something unique about like and it might be like this in other other like scenes or genres or whatever, but there's something unique about like the the brotherhood and the family and the unity the unity of like the the hardcore the metal scene that you don't i personally don't see in other other scenes when it comes to music and stuff so to me that's like a again a whole other step of why it's such a badass thing because like i have what i'm sure i can consider damn near like brothers or family which i probably never met where if i was to go into another state or cross country and go to either a red cord show or a fucking every time I die show, or even a Phil Collins show. And it's just like, you're, you're instantly in with the person next to you. Cause for that appreciation, it's fucking neat, man. It's, it's not like that all over the place. I don't know. Not even, not even going to shows. If you see somebody with a shirt of a band that you love on the street, you're going to stop and talk to that person. Yeah. You're like, you're pointing at them. You're like, Hey dude, yeah, give me a nod. You're like, I know, I know. Yep. So this happened yesterday, actually. I went to go have some food with my brother, and we left the place, and there was a, a person that was obviously down and out and, and living on the streets. And he was like, hey, man, you got any change? And I didn't have any cash on me. So me and my brother, we left, and I was like, dude, let's go to the drive-thru, get this dude some food. Um, We drove back. He wasn't there. So we were like driving around trying to look for him. Like, can't go far. Like, where is he at? So we ended up finding him at the Walmart parking lot. And it's like, Hey man, here, I got this for you. I didn't have to change. Cool. Appreciate it. Whatever. And I look at him and I, I don't think it was a throwdown like band shirt, but I saw a throwdown on a shirt. And like, I don't know. I just instantly, like, Hey dude, is that a fucking throwdown shirt? And like, I'm thinking like, I'm gonna go buy you more food or like, you know, whatever, yeah. like <laughs> here, here's the half of the joint or what, you know, whatever it is. And like, the guy looks at me super confused and he looks down at his shirt. And like, before he could even answer, I was like, wait a minute, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. He's yeah. like, no, but if you want the shirt, you can have it. And I was just like, nah, it's cool, man. That's you wild. need it more than me. I don't know. It was just, it was like you said, I saw, I thought I saw a shirt. I was about to be like, fuck, dude, get in the car where you need to ride to. Shit. <laughs> right. Okay. Be honest. Uh, how many bag fries did you take before you gave him the food? None. Cause we just got done eating and I was oh, going to make, okay. That so I was going to pay for him to go into the place that we were eating and go eat. But I honestly didn't think that they would let him in and I'm not trying to be shitty, but I've, I mean, yeah. I've, I used to work in restaurants and I know like sometimes they'd be like, no, you can't come in here. So yeah. Um, instead of doing that, I went and just bought him a bunch of fucking fast food stuff. That's amazing. He, he was cool, man. Like he was a cool dude. He when I saw him, they obviously like made him leave wherever he was at. Um, and then he was walking. We saw him in the Walmart parking lot, and he had like a tub of ice cream. He looked like he was happy, and I was like, "Dude, save that ice cream. Eat this first. He's like, "Fuck yeah, man. Thanks, man." So it was cool. That's huge. Not a lot of people would do that. So that's that's big time. I don't do it all the time because I've been scammed a lot. And and 
it, it kind of like desensitizes to you to that sometimes. And, you know, I'm not a dick. I'm like, oh, go get a job or whatever. I'm, I don't even think that half the time because I, I honestly think I'm, I think almost everybody's probably a couple bad decisions from being in that situation. If you really so think about it, sure. it could happen sure. like that to anybody. So I think about that quite often. And where I'm at, honestly, I see homeless people all the damn time um he's kevin's my cousin so like i'm actually living in the house that he grew up in he knows exactly what i'm talking about yeah um, shit. all the years i spent skateboarding in that area there we grew up fucking knowing and hanging out with all the homeless so it was like we not all of them are, are all drug addicts and shit like that it's no, like a lot of those dudes especially the guys downtown we'd see they come from all also all over the place looking for work but some of them are fucking lawyers we've talked to that just had a bad fucking case or a bad divorce and then they end up on the streets it's like shit any of us that work paycheck to paycheck these days are like fucking one, two paychecks away from being homeless ourselves, man. Oh, yeah. So, that's, true. that's true. And you don't know anyone's backstory, too. So no. for real. Exactly, dude. Like no. like Oprah said, everybody's got a story, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. We don't need to get back to me. I had a question, though. Uh, I was just checking out the the Furnace Fest set recently. I was looking at some sets from that recently because I wanted to get out there and check that out. But how did you guys like that? I think uh, going oh, at a nice festival. It was incredible. Um, that was the uh, so after seven years of not playing, we decided for some reason last year to do um, three festivals. Just to yeah, think. we said yes to the first one, uh, which was the Decibel Fest in Philly, because um, you know we've been friends with uh, with Albert from Decibel for a long time. He was. Mm a huge supporter of us in the beginning he kind of got us uh right away and who we were as people he's an incredible human being and his passion for that type of music uh is never ending he he's great and he's a very funny guy and so he, he kind of floated the idea to us and we're like ah, i don't know man um it's been a long time would yeah anyone, you know would anyone even care or we're just rehashing old yeah. stuff. I, you know, I don't want to be the guy that just keeps playing old stuff just to, just to do it. Yeah. Um, but we all came to the decision that you know it'd be fun to get back and and you know the lineup was super stacked and Dude. half of these festivals. You're, I mean, I'm pumped to play with the bands. I, I, I want to get through my set so quick because I got to see the other bands. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we did the Philly thing, which was incredible. A lot of amazing bands. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We played all of clients um and then what did we do after and then we did uh massachusetts uh the tattoo the earth did like a one-day festival in uh, i read that dude that's dope yeah. we went to the old tattoo the earth festival tour when it came through san antonio so uh, yeah 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 we actually caught that it was so hot dude people were passing out in the crowd and they're oh. having the crowd surf people up to the front to get med attention in the backstage tents oh like they were charging this was back when i mean this was a crazy price back then, but they were charging like $4 for a bottle of water, which was, you know, and this was like in what, 2000, 2002 or some yeah. shit. Yeah. So like that's wild as fuck, man. When that's the current price now, but it was yeah. crazy hot, dude. That's like in the middle of a big ass parking bit. lot. Yeah, dude. Oh. Well, that's funny, the... when... Go ahead. Go ahead. When Tattoo the Earth came to Massachusetts uh, on that run, it was actually not legal yet to tattoo. Mm -hmm. I heard or like the first. Yeah, which is really funny. So it was just basically, uh, I guess, the earth. It was uh, tattoo. It was banned <laughs> after that from uh, vulgar language. The oh, neighborhoods. Really? Yeah, the neighborhoods got the festival banned for life because of vulgar language. <laughs> <laughs> 
we don't mind uh, language over here we just mind tattoos i guess yeah right, right. <laughs> oh man well y'all y'all did that the 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 there was a one-off day right because i remember i talked yeah. with brandon from bleeding through before like shortly before that he was talking about how they're getting ready for that and he was pumped for it too because of all the bands and everything oh it was, it was incredible um we were setting up while crowbar was playing and i looked at our nice. uh John was just like, dude, this is one of those moments when, and there's been plenty in my life, which I'm very grateful for, where you kind of take a step back and you just go, this is, this is what I'm doing right now. Like, this is crazy. I'm listening to this incredible band that I've loved my whole life and about to play a home show in front of a bunch of people and have a ton of fun. Um, that show was a lot of fun because I, I brought uh, my family to it and. Oh, wow actually when we were making clients in western massachusetts with zeus um my sister lived up there at the time she just had her second kid and i would leave the other guys would go to uh our old drummer brad's place and stay there and i just drive to my sister's because you know you don't want to hang out with your bandmates um ever so <laughs> no it's a, it was a good excuse to hang out with my family and our kids are super young they never got to see me so i invited them or in this you know, I've been in a bunch of bands since then, but right. I didn't get, to, I mean, this kind of capacity. And I asked them to come. They did. I got them on stage. Wow. They watched the whole thing. Uh, and then later on, they, uh, they texted me and, and thanked me for it. And I said, Oh, great. Thank you for coming out. I hope you had a good time thinking I'm the coolest uncle ever. Yeah. And they'll think I'm forever the best. And they just wrote back, uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Uh, hate breed was the best. Fans. i was like oh i didn't know they got you into the show and got you on stage it's awesome and i'm actually in a um in a band with uh with sean martin uh ex Haybreed, and i text him immediately just like dude this is yeah. this is the response that that he, like, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if hate Haybreed plays man Oh yeah, they're, they're gonna win. They're gonna I definitely win. remember I mean, their circle pit from Tattoo of the Earth. That's for damn sure. That shit was massive. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say you can't blame them. I mean, it is hate breed. I mean, dude, you right. can't with hate breed. No, sure. you really can't. You know what I mean? So they stirred up a lot of young angst back in the days. Yeah, and their set was incredible. I mean, I agreed. I was right there with them. It, it yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Well, good. I'm yeah, glad were, you agreed. Oh, oh yeah, they were incredible. So then we went to, we did Furnace Fest uh, as the last show of the year for Red Chord, and um, it was incredible. You know, you're playing in a spot. First off, the band played there, I think, the year before I joined the band. So they're playing, I believe, the same stage. Yeah. And so Mike and Guy were kind of just, you know, just drawn back, just like walking around looking at this place, just saying, this is crazy that we hear this. You know, and I just kept bringing up, wow, it, you didn't really make it that far then if you're playing the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many years ago, later? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, with, with the same people there 20 years ago. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no shit, the same crowd in the same hats and shirts. Yeah, same yeah. backpacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No it is funny, though. To that point, you're, you know, we play these shows and, and I look out and anyone who's there for us, it's just like the circle pits are a little slower. Yep. Yep. We're pushing a little safer it's really <laughs> i noticed I that too from the videos like yeah like all the bands though like it's like okay like 
none of us are 20 anymore <laughs> yeah no one wants to blow a hip in the middle of a you know because you got to work the next day it'd be pretty embarrassing uh, fuck so, that. yeah i was just laughing i was watching the last song on y'all set at furnace fest uh when everybody was diving for the mic oh yeah so when when that last line hit in you can see a dude come from the back across the stage and he runs across the stage in a stage dive and just dives over everyone's backs and he goes straight down you can see him just oh. disappear in the back and I was like, that was like a 250 pound, like 38 year old man <laughs> that just totally nobody, everyone's looking at the mic and, and didn't even see this guy go right over their heads. And I was fucking laughing so hard. I was like, that dude is in so much pain right now. I was oh, like, 100%. that sucks to be that guy. Oh, he's probably still feeling that. Like, oh yeah, dude. Been? This was months. September, I think. I believe it was in September or August. Yeah. He hasn't, so. he hasn't got up yet. He's still there. He's still yeah. hanging out on the bench. Yeah. Somebody oh, over there rough. at Sloss Furnaces go pick that dude up, please. <laughs> yeah. That fest that was, was killer, though. That fest was unbelievable. I mean, I got to um, I got to see a, a bunch of bands I never thought I'd see. Pedro the Lion playing yeah. all of Control. Like, that was... I, I brought our drummer, John, over. It was, just, it was like, hey, do you want to go watch some sad boy music? And he goes, I love sad boy music. So uh, <laughs> I was like, just stay nice. a couple songs. I think you'll dig it. He stayed the whole set. And... um you know sunny day I mean, it was just crazy it was just crazy that it's again one of those shows that you're excited to play but you're more excited to be there and see all the other bands and you know mastodon and the whole i mean they're just incredible. I really feel like a good flashback time though you know what i mean this year 2022 and 2023 music's gonna kick fucking ass dude especially for live yeah. music everybody's like dude we need to get the fuck back out and play some fucking shows yeah. so it's like to see the revival of the old hardcore days like right in the beginning during and like after the pandemic was just like i think it was perfect timing for it so it's like i think everyone almost expects not only does everyone expect people to get back together for like reunion shows but i think there's a lot of people out there ready for new albums too so it's yeah. interesting to see if, how things work out with everybody getting you know together for these reunion shows and what's going to come of it yeah i think that the uh the pandemic put a lot of uh a lot of perspective on what music means to people i know that definitely you know mike and i from well i was about to say mike and i from red car but we're in uh, like 18 bands together um <laughs> we talked about when when everything got canceled we had a bunch of stuff canceled for all our other bands uh, and we saw, you know, the first couple of big fests being canceled at the time. And we just talked about what if we, there's a possibility we will never play a show again. There's a possibility that, and it's selfish to think this, but the thing that defines me and what I've aligned with my whole life and what speaks to me, I may not ever be able to do. And it sounds dramatic and obviously I would get through it, but that was, that was shocking. It was like wild. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. I don't. You know, it, you know it, we know a lot of bands that kind of that quit because of it. And for me, it was just, I, I can't, I got to keep going. So I, we started a couple new bands. We put out some music and, uh, and I'm just so happy to, to be able to play shows again. Definitely. I mean, I was even seeing it in the comedy world. I'm a big comedy fan. So <laughs> like, it was, it was weird watching them all look around and be like, is comedy over? Like, is hmm. this stand up done? Like, are we going to get a chance to get back out and, and get into crowds and work on material and shit again? So it is, it was interesting to see it from both perspectives, seeing the musicians wondering if they're going to be able to play live venues anymore in front of people, which honestly, yeah. that's 
one of the most fun parts of it all the the, the little amount that i've done it it's like to make music's one thing but to create it for people and watch them enjoy it is, is a different thing altogether yeah. being able to hang out with a common interest is um, in, it's unbelievable mm -hmm. exactly yep no definitely definitely so i mean and again it sounds it sounds melodramatic when i say that am i ever going to do this thing again but it's more <laughs> of like are we ever going to be able to get together as a community and do this thing that people have been doing um since, the since its inception time. yeah since its inception since like, the old jazz clubs and yeah. shit you know what i mean yeah, it brings like, people together and if you lose that if you lose any of those arts from any culture then you know why bother i don't know That's if it would have sure. ever i don't think it would have ever ended completely it would have been almost like sort of like prohibition days where there's like speakeasies with with alcohol but it would have been like underground little House house parties would be picking back up yeah house parties house shows the little underground shows. spots yeah. like the back to the diy flyers yeah. and, shit. and i mean the presbyterian churches in yeah. a way that's kind of cool <laughs> like I, I would think that would be kind of neat in a way you know um i miss that shit just because that was like the for me talking about like the scene and the music that we're, we're all involved in and love and whatever that was like the foundation of it was those days of like the VFWs, the fucking tire shops, you know? Um, yeah. All of it. Anywhere so, we yeah. could do anywhere that had electricity and could hold the fucking group of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. Gyms, yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> like high school basketball gyms, whatever you could get away with. Yeah. Community yeah. centers. <clears throat> yeah. I, I definitely miss that stuff. Um, it, it's, the scene's still there. It's it's it changed. I I do think that some of that kind of had to come back because of the the pandemic and stuff. But I I like it. I wanted to not necessarily go full on back to that, but I missed. I mean, I obviously I understand that we can't like as a fan, we're not going to have ten dollars shows because ten dollars doesn't do anything for anybody, and everyone needs to get paid and eat. So I get that, but like just the the. The small scale DIY, they're showing up with your friends and family, having fun, hanging out with the bands afterwards. The shows with no stages, like fuck, I miss that stuff, man. I don't know. I was looking at that at Furnace Fest. Oh, yeah. I was like, security, a four foot stage. It's like, man, you just you you you, you wish that you could go back to the one foot stage, if even that. No but, guys in yellow shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it also goes We're back to what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I was just going to say, I'm, I'm really lucky in that I have, at this point, um, I have enough bands where I get to play. And this actually happened after we did the uh, Tattoo the Earth Fest. The next day, we did um, a brewery. Uh, this oh, badass. Brewery here called Bona Brewery with another one of my bands, Sexless Marriage. And so Mike and I played the, the Red Chord show at this giant festival. And the next day, we were playing in front of like 30 people and you know no security no nothing just having an absolute blast fucking a dude I'm, I'm lucky that i've got i get to do both things every now and again and it's it's very fulfilling very fun there was a, a show similar to that um was it in south by southwest last year wade where was it cave in and converge played a show um on the corner of a street in austin oblivion fest yeah oblivion it was, fest? It was oblivion yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That was, I was, dude, I would have fucking died to fucking go. They were an hour away. I would have loved that shit. But the, oh. from the videos, it looked amazing. But yeah. that's the shit you die for. Like, fucking 
word of mouth shows on the corner of a fucking street somewhere, you know? I yeah. kick myself yeah. in the ass, not every day, but quite often still, to, for not going to that, because I knew about it. Well, I knew about Oblivion Fest, and I didn't really, I, I, I couldn't go to that, for one, because of funds and just getting away. But the day of that that day show that the that Cave In and Converge did, I think it was I think it was announced as a Converge show like on their Instagram or something. And I fucking I just knew it. I was like, Cave In's gonna be there too. Like I already know with Nate, <laughs> like with them both there, Nate's in both bands. Like even if fucking they didn't play, I, I mean, and then it's like it's a free <laughs> show. And I I work from home now, and I'm like I can easily get up and go. Why don't why don't you go away? And I'm like, eh, put it off, put it off. And then I start seeing the live videos on Instagram of people there. And I'm like, holy fuck, they're literally playing on like somebody. It, it's the size of a back patio or a balcony on a, on an apartment. On like a wheelchair small. ramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, God damn, they're all in the streets. And like, this is badass. <laughs> I should have fucking went. And like from what I've heard and and I guess from the band's posts and stuff, it's like it went down as one of those super memorable shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like one of those iconic memorable shows in their career. And I'm like, fuck, I should have been there. So pissed off about that. <laughs> but what can you do? I mean, uh, what can you do? You know, no regrets. Yep. Yeah. Well, at least there are, you know, everyone has a camera on their phone now. So at least if you can't be. Doing yeah, that, right. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, no, and I, I sometimes I like that hearing better. about it. I mean, like, damn, really, like the FOMO it. hit hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I like that better because that goes back to being fucking not twenty anymore, and it's like, do I, do I really want to be out there in the heat with everybody? And like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> weird. It takes a lot to get out of my house. I always look at it as there's gonna be if they're still doing that now. I mean, there's gonna be more more opportunities. I think so. I think so, man. Yeah, like oh, I said, yeah. everything's reviving. It's getting it's getting real nice. So, like and especially those, with metal, both those bands are nonstop too. So they're they're always mm -hmm. doing stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. no, def no. We're gonna have to bring that up. We got Nate coming on the show in the, in the next couple of weeks, so we're gonna have to bring that up with him. Tell him I'm bummed. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. yeah. We're gonna be sitting down with Nate in the next couple of weeks. Um, quite a few people actually. I'm I'm excited for it, man. Like. For me, I'm a fan of all this shit. So to be able to sit down and talk to you guys like outside of a sweaty environment saying, oh, killer show. And then like, I get it. Like sometimes right. nobody wants to sit there and talk for fucking 20 minutes after you're playing. And I don't want to talk for 20 if minutes. If it's at a show, I'd probably be like, get out of here, nerd. You know, that's what I <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's better in this environment. So it, being it, stickers it, at them. And yeah, also, exactly. <laughs> and also being security. older, you know, yeah. I'm sure if I was doing this when I was 16, like it wouldn't be, it'd be more fun for me, but probably not for you guys. Cause it'd be the same fucking, Hey man, cool show. Like stupid shit. But I fucking love doing this podcast because I get the chance to talk to you, Nate talked with Roy from downset. Um, we're going to be talking with Adam from kill switch. So like it, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I just heard that downset episode. That was awesome. I've, I probably see them when I was a kid, like fourteen times. Yeah, um, they, they came around. Fuck, I was too young then. I didn't get to see them live, but it was dope. I'm oh, excited see, to see... go. Go. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, I was just gonna say it's it's. I'm lucky to have grown up, and you guys probably feel this too, because 
you can travel. There's enough space, I think, between shows where you could actually get to a couple on the same run. Uh, I, I'm, I'm lucky that in New England, if you love a band, especially back in the day, you could see them in Boston. You could drive down to Rhode Island. I mean, New York's four and a half hours away. So you could see bands multiple times on a on a tour multiple nights in a row hell so that we would always do that yeah. all the time and and uh so i'm glad i grew up in an area where you could actually you know if they if it's a little rougher you. for us in texas that's for sure with it being a little spread out a but little we bit. definitely did have our times where we would when when they would come to san antonio so there's a lot of things is uh, bands would always come and hit austin mm. and us being in san antonio like we got a lot of the bigger metal acts, like old school '80s metal stuff like that. They never miss San Antonio. They're they're diehard for the city. But the newer metal acts, a lot of like the hardcore and shit. Austin was the scene where it was at, especially with South by Southwest there and the showcases they were doing back then. Yeah. A lot of people were blowing up down in there too. So, but we did get our opportunities where we could go from Houston to Austin, even though it'd be just a couple hours drive. But I think we did that with 18 Visions. We did that with uh, Throwdown Show. I think Terror was there as well. Mm-hmm. So those were those were some good times. Yeah, like, anything outside of that, you're lucky. You're looking at a five six hour drive. Anything from where we're at, yeah, anything outside of Dallas. Houston, yeah, it's like a five six hour drive. And granted, I, I'm I'm all cool with that. Again, maybe when I was younger, I don't know if I am now. That I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting oh, yeah, in the car it, for it, six hours, it hurts my back just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the the farthest i would have gone to see a band is uh go to new york and that's again four and a half hours which is yeah insane now i, I think that would be in, in, insane to drive that far to see a band and i love music <laughs> yeah actually shit i just did that i drove we drove four and a half hours to dallas to go see uh high lung uh band out of uh europe they're like oh, dude yeah. uh, have you ever heard of them yeah how yeah. was that it was a fucking amazing dude that was the second time i actually went and caught their show at red rocks um last year oh man and that was we're talking about a community and feeling people come together over something i've never seen uh there was about eleven thousand people in the stands there that night and i've never heard eleven thousand people come to a complete silence to listen to the opening ceremony of that show oh and it was amazing it gives you this feeling in your chest dude that didn't it was like something I've never seen, and I've been to a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. If you ever get the chance to see them when they come back, don't miss that show, dude. It oh, is great. Awesome. Yeah, but we drove four and a half hours <laughs> to Dallas to check that out, and it was it was fucking well worth it. So there's definitely people worth driving to New York for. That's true. <laughs> and I understand because I've played shows with 11 people, and they were pretty quiet. Play yeah. Shows. It was cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> be us standing there. 11 I love it. I love it. I love it. And two of them, two of them were the bartenders, so it worked out. Right. There we go. And then the band. So yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. The opening yeah, band. The opening band, the bartender, and the door guy. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> Spread yep. the message. Fucking yep. A, right? I love it. Man. That's so, great shit, dude. So did you ever play so, anything other like you said you played other instruments? Were you in other you had to be in other bands? talking about a long time ago you're in fucking tons of bands i know but like were you a drummer in a band or something like that growing up or now (laughs) when i was in a uh when i was in high school i would kind of jump into my town didn't have a ton of people that played music so i was in one i think one band in my town and then i would go to music stores and see those flyers like looking for 
band members and you'd rip the tag off and give them a call or you'd go to you know I had, I had family in other towns I'd ask them if they knew any kids that played music and I ended up being in a couple bands in different towns and so I got to play those talent shows and my talent shows and it was just always saying yes to stuff no matter what it was but I played guitar bass I actually in in one random punk cover band at a talent show I played drums so I owned like all these instruments and I'm not really good at any of them. I just really like playing them. So yeah. I would just jump into to bands left and right. And uh, which kind of got me to where I am now, where I, I just can't say no to shows and, and bands. And so, nice. you know, all my free time is just doing that. Killer, bro. Um, That's I got, cool. I got a, I don't know if you saw it earlier. I got a little bit of a timer. Do you mind if I send you another link and we pick this right back up? Oh, heck yeah. Due to recording difficulties to our stupidity, here is a word from our sponsor. Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 <gasps> what, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. And now, back to the show. figured it out I <laughs> yes we did do it technology is it still blows my mind whatever i don't know if i'll ever get used to these new futuristic things it's connecting like, us right now man it's wonderful it is Just wait till near wait till narrow link dude we'll be able yes. to read everyone's thoughts i'm still waiting that. on flying cows jeez no shit they're about what 13 years behind <laughs> on that yeah, it's bullshit, man. I want my flying car. Be... We're supposed to have flying skateboards in 2015. It's yeah, that, bullshit. That was horseshit. I saw a flying pig um, in 22. Went to Roger Waters. Saw yeah. The pig. yeah. Oh, was I was gonna, okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <clears> well, cool. at least there's one fucking achievement we've gotten. Yeah. That and Zoom calls. Yep. Thank you, Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, I don't know. Roger forgot, Waters, we trust. I already forgot what we were talking about. I think, um, who knows? But I want to talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about, Greg. Cool, I like that. <clears throat> okay, um, name one band that people wouldn't think that you would be into, but you are totally obsessed with. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. And, or can it be like a solo person too? Yeah, hell, you like can do whatever you want, baby. We're just talking. Uh, Aurora. You ever heard Aurora? No, what's Aurora? Aurora's, uh, she's a singer from fucking Norway or Iceland. Some sh I think it's Norway. But she just does uh, uh, fucking solo singing. She kind of has a band, I guess, that plays with her. But I found her on a, what was it, KEXP um, Seattle uh, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, love and it. Her voice is intense, dude. It's uh, her range and her... She's got such a really soft, delicate voice. 
that it's like one of those things I use like whenever I'm like pissed off at work or some shit. I'll throw her on or someone like that, and it just fucking totally mellows me out and levels levels your whole mentality. Kind of like a like a meditation thing. How we said I use I use music for meditation and shit a lot, so I can use it to bring bring me down when I'm feeling angry at something or whatever. But that that person is fucking pinpoint right there. She's nice. got a, check that out. Yeah, she's got some really cool shit. I don't know how to follow up with that one because he likes a lot of cool, obscure stuff that turns. He turns Wade's me on really too. into Justin Timberlake. Yeah, JT. Oh, he's a yeah, JT dude. man. I love JT. I mean, all this stuff. It's not really like I put it out there. I don't really hide any of that stuff. But yeah, I love JT. Yeah, getting ready to take my daughter to go see Paramore for her first concert in in a few months. So that's gonna be fun. Um, I love anything that Steve Perry touches or anything from like 1974 and like before, or like, I, I love it all, man. George Strait. Um, I'm from Texas. So George Strait kind of runs through our, our blood. So I mean, that's sense, kind of yeah. a given. I'm in the, I'm in the like nineties country. Uh, that's kind of something that I guess a lot of people wouldn't think, or I don't like the newer country stuff, but and of course outlaw country. I mean, that's also runs through our blood too, but like 90s country a lot like the the girl female um you know shania twain and trisha yearwood and shit like that i get into that i don't know man i like it all i like everything cool do you yeah. like any of the new not like modern pop country but do you listen to any of like uh like margot price or um oh, what the hell are all that there's so many good like young country or americana musicians out there now they're unbelievable there, there is and there's a lot of them that i don't know and when i hear them i like it but i don't know who they are that's I, we both kevin and i have a good friend uh the one jerry. guy like that i can think of oh yeah jerry's in the, uh, the, music. the one guy i guess he's kind of newer i wouldn't say he's pop but he's he's a newer country guy but he's like an old school country but he's young as coulter wall and he's got a fucking he's like 24 now maybe but he's got a voice like he's been drinking whiskey and smoking cigarettes for 50 years oh, that's awesome he's uh from uh Saskatchewan. is that where it's called in canada Saskatchewan. yes i think that's where he's yeah. from up there he's a fucking old like farm boy dude and fucking he rips it up he he has some serious fucking chops and it's some really good original styled songs and his voice is once you hear it, you won't forget it. It's one of those significant voices. Like I say, a lot of people say he's similar to Johnny Cash because he's got that rugged like sound to it. Awesome. But yeah, once you hear it, you know immediately. Dude, like, Canadian country. You'll never forget the dude. Yeah, you'll never forget that voice. Canadian country. Katie Lang's first couple records were country, and oh, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't heard those. <laughs> they're awesome. She's got a tune called uh, uh, I think it's called Big Bone Girl or something. It's really it's incredible. Yeah. That's nice. I'll have to check those out. That's for sure. Canadian country. <clears throat> oh, God. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. Yeah. Sarah Shook, I think that's her name. Sarah Shook. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's got some great stuff. No. I've been on a big bluegrass kick for <clears throat> shit last five months or so. I've been listening to a shitload of Billy Strings. Mm. Uh, He's a bad Green Sky friend. bluegrass band. Fucking Molly Tuttle. Uh even uh, going back to the, the roots of it, what, I can't remember his goddamn name now. Tony Rice, 
listening to old like Tony Rice and stuff, just kind of trying to get a feel for it. I was going to attempt to try to play bluegrass, and I realized that I fucking completely suck, and it's way harder than metal. <laughs> oh, dude, bluegrass is hard. Yeah, it's bluegrass not. It's not. It is. It's 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 at the top, I believe, when it comes to technicality. It's unbelievable. And they make it look so easy. That's the thing that sucks. Well, yeah, yeah all those hours and hours and hours of pouring into it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's incredible. So have you guys played shows recently? Like post? Um... Nope. No. no. Shit. The last show we played as together as a band was actually, it was just our second show being a band. And it was in a park. They ran it at a park for a small little local festival. And uh, we played it there. And uh what was there about 12 people yeah. maybe wade that was Four a long singer. time ago yeah it's a very yeah. long time ago but no, we, we haven't played shows in tw- over 20 years yeah i i mean i i'm in a band that we just kind of play in my house i have a little it's not little it's a big practice room in my house we we honestly don't get out of there much um but no i i haven't uh, we haven't played any shows since any of that man How's it changed for you as far as coming back into it, like taking so long off and not knowing if you're ever going to do it again. And then now being able to do it, like, how's that feeling? How's what, is it different? Well, it, I mean, it's incredible. There's nothing to me like being able to play shows in any capacity. So to have it come back and be able to jump on um, shows either locally or these festivals is incredible the, the first show i saw after the pandemic was my buddy's band i call it sanguination and the drummer in that band is the drummer of a band i'm in again with mike and uh, this guy called beyond the six seals so we went to see him it's literally down the street from my house and it was a restaurant no stage it was like five metal bands and i was looking at kids lose their absolute shit like head banging, shoving each other, going hard. And like these kids are so young. And it occurred to me <clears throat> for the past two years, this these this is probably the first show they've ever been to. And to see that like <clears throat> first couple months of shows coming back, the people who attended, this could be their first show ever. And they mm-hmm. probably thought to themselves, I may never get to see a show. And kids went hard. And it was awesome to see how pumped. They didn't care who was playing. They got to go witness live music. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It was, it's like magical to see somebody's first first time being in that kind of realm of wow, these guys are making a ton of noise and I'm reacting and I'm here with my friends and we're just talking about you know, metal and what bands we love. We're buying t-shirts and we're hanging out and it was it was just really cool to see that after everything was shut down and then um and yet during <clears throat> the shutdown, um, we made a new band, recorded a record, and just said, well, you know, when things happen, they happen. And then so we started playing more shows after everything opened up. And uh, and it was incredible. It was just super fun. Again, it's at this point, uh, you know, I'm so old, all I want to do is hang out with my friends. And this is something that you you get to do. You literally have a schedule of hanging out with your friends, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, you get know play you dates. Get. Yeah, it's like the it's only adult play date. It's it's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, it's 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 tougher because of work and you know, a lot of those dudes have kids and stuff to actually get together with your friends, and so it forces you to create situations where you have to see them, whether you like it or not. And there you go. You just start a band, and then you have 
uh, it's more than just hanging out. It's you depend on other people and they depend on you to create this thing. And so you have to go hang out with them. And that's what it's all about, man. Just hanging out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I mean, you guys get to hang out in this form all the time. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, yep, he's, he's my cousin. I see him all the time. We live 30 minutes yeah, away from each other. I'm like 30 minutes away. Yeah, I could have drove over there and done it in studio, but it's Sunday <laughs> and it's one of my days off. And I'm like, I feel like I want to sleep in an extra hour or two. Oh, <laughs> I see. So, so for me, so for me, you're not doing it in studio, real nice. I see. Hey, it. well, when we get a little bit bigger, we'll probably be able to fly you down at one point. But oh, it'll be it'll be coach, and there's probably going to be some layovers. Ooh, coach. Mm, okay, I'll still do. Yeah, it. and maybe Spirit Airline. So oh, we'll that's see. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do, the best. we'll do the best we can to get you everything that they offer. We'll wait until there's a festival down here in Texas, and then we'll we can sneak you down. Oh, I like that. Nice, I'm in. It'll well, probably be in Austin. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I want I want you to go to the studio, and I'll go to your house. So we're still separate, though. Well, the fun thing is, is that the studio is in the house. Yep. Oh, that's perfect. Tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. so what do you got they all start in the house don't they they all do it'll probably never leave the house because it's perfect where it is i think i don't know we'll see i like it i got a little room i could fit 20 people in here if i want more than that i got a (laughs) bigger room i got a bigger when's the first show i got it i got the the other room i got the spot to do the show if ever anyone ever wanted to do a house show here um i don't know if i'd want to throw a big house show at my house but i definitely have the spot that'd be fucking cool i'd love to film it and and put it out there that'd be badass if the cops will down, show up <laughs> if you ever find yourself I'll, um, one of my bands will one of my bands will be in texas and i'll i will hit you up on that <laughs> nice hey that would I, be cool i'm not against it and if it let me know we'll talk we can make something happen for sure all right great yeah great i like that so what do you got going on for 23 man you got tons of bands happening tell us some things that are happening for 23 23 sexless marriage is going to release a full length Uh, i was hoping it was going to be up in the middle of the year unfortunately with um plant backups and a couple plants falling through it'll most likely be later on in the year so to to um placate that if you will if i'm using that correctly we'll probably release like a digital four song thing in june um and then uh umber batai is we're going into the studio this year for our second lp not sure when that'll be released that might be 2024 but yeah yeah really excited to do that and and that band is playing um a fest in philly so we'll do some shows in february around that um Badass. and i don't know i think uh beyond the six seal might be releasing something next year or this year it's already 2023 that's crazy i know yeah and, uh, it is yeah and then just just shows okay. shows all over hopefully we'll make it down to you guys uh at this point with a lot of the bands we'll do either one-offs <laughs> or do kind of four or five in a row it's just our idea of going somewhere and then doing a week of shows in that area and then going back so hopefully we'll make it down uh south especially texas uh the singer of sexless marriage mike morowitz um lived in texas for something like 15 years he's from here went down there um lived in austin 
like okay. 15 years or something and they just came back and uh needed a band so we made one <laughs> nice badass yeah there's a lot cool. of things that happen in so Austin. That'll be i'm cool. sure there'll be a lot of reasons to get you guys down hopefully so whether it be south yep. by yeah. or whatever happens there's all kinds of stuff and with what we were talking about the resurgence of music I, i'm pretty sure that some of these festivals are going to be pretty cool and fun and, and worthwhile so yeah so, i love texas i mean there's i mean talk about a metal state everyone yeah. came out <clears throat> and no. everybody came so kevin kind of mentioned it earlier at least like okay so obviously austin is like the music capital of the world and then it's kind of known that san antonio is kind of more like the they call it like the metal capital um but it it's definitely a lot of the newer stuff but it, it we have a big big love for like older not necessarily 80s metal but um we used to have this super uh known radio dj from san antonio joe anthony the godfather and so he introduced like a lot of these um trying to think of some of the some of the bands that like were like the scorpions crocus kind of like um not necessarily hair metal there's even some kind of like acds these ties too yeah like judas priest like a lot a lot of stuff i mean he 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 played a lot of that shit on the radio and this was like a long time ago in like the mid 80s and stuff and so san antonio is known to have a big following for metal texas of course like dallas all the, we we love everything here in texas and we love it hard and we love it fucking to the fullest you know what i mean and metals in one of those fucking categories or one of those lists so it's great man i love it without a doubt i've had incredible conversations with people um it's funny you mentioned earlier about uh sorry i'm dying um about if you came up to me at a show and you were 16 and you're like eh, I, I love talking to people i usually uh out talk them when they come to our shows and they usually just like well i have to go now i'm like no no no, let's hang out <laughs> i get my ride is going can you shut up please? grab a hold of them yeah exactly yeah. no come on back but um <laughs> texas we always had the best conversations with people just about music there's so much passion uh, yeah, that's I don't for sure. I've never really been other places, but I do know from talking to other people that there is a such thing as we call it southern hospitality. And it's a real thing down here. And and not saying that it isn't anywhere else, but like most of the time we're gonna treat you like family and like our brother, even if we don't know you, whether if it's a love for metal or just the fact that like you're here, we're gonna open or welcome you with open arms down here most of the time. And, and like I said, I've never been anywhere else. To yeah, know if that's true or not, or or if that leads into other places. But from the people that I've met or that are not from down south, they're like, "Man, everybody's so nice down here." Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, it is, it's, it, it's very, it's very true southern hospitality. So much so that uh, <laughs> the first time I went down south on the road, um, someone was very polite to me that I didn't know. And I just flat out said, I, I don't know you. What do you want? Because it's not. <laughs> that's, that's not you. That's not you, you guys. Don't, it's, you're not like that up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not. It's just like a, it's a different kind of attitude. Um, but I was it was described to me and explained to me what was going on. I was like, oh, OK, this is nice. But yeah, everyone is always super polite. And uh, and again, it's well, I think just on the East Coast, it's more of, if you know somebody, then you know you die for them but it takes a long time to really know that person 
And uh, and I don't know if that's like that where you guys are from. You guys are very open to people um, who you just meet. And I don't I don't know I don't know why either one is the way it is. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's very polite down there, and you know I dig it. Yeah, no shit, dude. Half the time I find myself telling people my life story, and I'm like, this guy don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it also uh, takes a little longer to tell it because you guys talk so slow, you know. Yeah, yeah right. No, let's no. warm down here so we can kind of relax. We're not yeah, all fucking. Yeah, it's so fucking cold up here. <laughs> chilly up here, man. How oh, cold man. is it there right now, actually? Dude, this winter has been an absolute joke. It's only thirty-five right now, and yeah, you know, it, we've only had snow once, and uh, Weird. it's bananas. It's bananas, but we're getting yeah. into you know February. We'll probably get murdered yeah i mean we one one year we had an april fool's blizzard complete blizzard i was driving down to see uh pixies in connecticut and it was april 1st and we got destroyed on the way back like everything was shut down power outages everywhere i'm like it's april what what the hell's going on jesus christ yeah i'm glad we don't have to deal with snow here very often every what 30 years i think 35 years we got our our round of snow uh was it two years ago Mm -hmm. I guess now, yeah, two years ago we had what about four to six inches of snow here, and it shut the shut the whole state down for about a week. Yeah, the power grid went out. Power grid went down. Yeah, we got crazy. a lot of shit for that one. <laughs> that was crazy. The footage of that was nuts. I got super oh, lucky because my house is on the same grid as the hospital down the street, so I didn't lose oh. power at all. So now that's a trick. So if you ever got to buy a house anywhere. Make sure it's on the same grid as a hospital, and you won't have to worry about your power going out. That's good. There you go. Tips and tricks. Yeah, life hack. There you go. <clears throat> this is the life hack section of the podcast. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no. Uh, didn't, I didn't lose power either because I'm next to the hospital, but I I mean, I, I we can joke about it and everything else, but yeah, it got real fucked up for a lot of people, and obviously people died and shit. Like, it was we're not equipped oh, for fucking yeah. snow. We don't like know that. how to handle cold down here. No, yeah, people, no, we don't know what the fuck to do. We no. can barely drive in the rain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it was a brutal situation. And then hearing about how um, the power companies were completely, you know, charging people. I don't know. Everything. Was oh, yeah, dude. Like, I'm oh, hearing yeah. people in San Antonio getting their power bills. And they're like, some of them, they normally, like in the summertime <laughs> here, you can look at an electricity bill up to like, shit probably 350 sometimes 400 a month just from running the ac all all day long mm. okay. but they're getting bills like 800 1200 dollars yeah. where those surcharges were hitting in and it was like how the hell are you gonna try to pass that shit mm. off to us yeah exactly <laughs> it's brutal yeah, pretty, yeah where, you brutal. know it did people live in check to check and you gotta, gotta yeah pay those surcharges you gotta be kidding me yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's revolt. I like this. Well, I mean, uh, it's pretty shitty because at least here where we're at, there's only one power company. So if you like don't want to deal with them, where else can you go? Like we only have the one electric company where I stay. So Oh, your goddamn internet's cutting out, Wade. Dude, have you not been have you not been paying the power? Yeah, freezing right? up. Oh, freezing dang, up over there. Uh, see, there we go. It's fucking up now. <laughs> I, I, there we go. I gotta fuck with them. Yep. I, can't, I can't be having cross lines when, when I work <laughs> at home and doing my podcast, god damn it. Can't have that. <laughs> so you tell them get off They're the goddamn you. phone. Yeah, they're hearing you, man. They're freezing you out. Yeah, it is. So, so another life hack is I live next to the Air Force Base, so they're probably listening all the time, man. They're watching 
we're real close. I don't know. No, you're literally no joke. The Homeland Security building for wiretapping is less than two miles from that house. Yeah, that too. Hey, and you're asking me about my secrets on this thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to get paid somehow, right? Well, that's true. Nah. That's true. <laughs> no, that would be amazing if you guys had a podcast just to rat people out so you could get paid. Oh, I'm sure it's out there, man. Oh, God, Somebody's got that gig going. I couldn't live with myself doing that. I could not. I No, that is like... I mean, people would start Fuck. catching on after a few episodes, right? Yeah. And be like, more, hey, more people so-and-so called yeah. and they want me on. Yeah. Uh, go tell them <laughs> to fuck off. <laughs> can, can, that's incredible. Yeah. No, that'd be I know you guys always ask about the insurgents. Like every episode, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know about any launch codes? Yeah. Do you <laughs> <laughs> every guest has just disappeared. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then your equipment gets better your studio looks better and you're like wait a second and all of a sudden we get sponsored by rt yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't write people out I'll, I'll take i'll take the sponsors i guess I don't know. not them but whoever <laughs> <laughs> somebody else i'll sell your goddamn toothpaste what is it that's uh, <laughs> funny that's funny <laughs> so what are you guys doing you releasing anything what do you guys got planned what do you got wade um i got a lot of things happening with the podcast really um like i said you nate a couple of guys from kill switch um i actually got mike coming on um it's funny he texts me you know and i uh what i usually do if someone asks me to be on a podcast is i like listen to the podcast and then kind of decide and yeah. uh and i text him and i was like oh these guys uh you know i'm listening to them now he asked me on and he just texts back and goes oh those dudes asked me too i asked everybody well, they asked me first i was they gonna say who asked first huh no <laughs> so i asked everybody and then i posted the picture to where i tagged you in it and i tagged the red cord page and then i i'm assuming it was guy and he was like oh cool yeah they they don't tell me anything i'm like well let's get you on it too so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have him on it soon uh, i've got a lot of stuff happening with the podcast. i love it man like i said i'm a fan of all Poor you guy. Can. i just get to listen to everybody Poor guy. yeah no yeah. one tells a guy anything. that's what he said oh, they don't tell me anything as you could tell and i'm like well let's get you on it too bro i don't care I'm like fuck it let's that's do awesome. it yeah. oh is he doing it too uh I, I i'm waiting for him to confirm and just say yes but i'm i would assume he he guy if you're gonna listen to this say yes <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> he has the best memory if you have any questions about the band he is the, it's insane his memory it is crazy nice. i don't remember what i did yesterday and he, he remembers like uh you know the first dunkin donuts order he ever had it's 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 bananas this guy will tell stories mike will be great because he'll tell um he'll say just insane shit he's a wild man yeah he's one of those dudes that's so good as not even a guitar player but a musician uh that i think there's also something wrong with him you know and uh that's usually how it is you're on that brink of genius and insane yeah he's also one of the funniest people that i know um and uh yeah oh, you should have just had all three of us on and then you wouldn't have been able to speak at all uh, stretch it out right yeah it would just be us yelling at each other or, or telling stories <laughs> and you guys just sitting there saying okay wrap it up it's been four hours so you well, did it right by having us on separately well maybe that'll be the in studio oh there you go yeah there hey, you go we'll so crowd I'm, everyone on the couches thank you thank you kevin it's called planting seeds 
and that's what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, but yeah, we're that, a fun group. We're a fun I, group. I, I've well, I've, I've, I've seen you guys a handful of times. I don't. I, I probably was the sixteen-year-old kid that said "fucking cool show." Of course, I've seen all the shit on YouTube. Would like I just watched you walking around Nam fucking goofing off and having fun for metal injection what i don't even know how many years ago that was but um yeah man i mean we're all just normal fucking dudes you know what i mean i don't know some people aren't, some people aren't cool and i haven't came across at least through the podcast i haven't came across anybody that hasn't been cool um a couple of people that just like string me along and you know eventually i just stopped contacting them and that's fine. I get it. I mean, we're just a small little podcast starting out, and I fucking literally usually blow everybody up on Instagram. Um, and a lot of times, some dudes are super cool and say yes right away, like yourself. So we make it happen, you know. Oh, because yeah. no one talks to me on Instagram. So, <laughs> oh my god, someone wants to talk. To I know. Me? So I got. I tried looking things up for you just to kind of get an idea of everything, and I was like, "There's these guys not fucking anywhere." I was like, "What is he doing?" I was like, "I found your projects that you're doing, the two projects, the Umbra Vitae and Sexless Marriage." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." I was like, "Oh, there's some videos on YouTube, but they're fucking eight years old." I was like, "What's he up to?" I was like, "What's this guy doing now?" So I, that's when I saw the Furnace Fest, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's been seven years since yeah. you guys have done anything." I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Well, he's got to have done something in that amount of time." So and then now I find out you're just filling it up with projects. Projects, <laughs> right up. Right That's after, good, man. Like right after Red Cord kind of stopped touring, I I uh, joined a band called Wormwood, mm -hmm. um, with the old drummer of Doom Riders and the current guitar player of Doom Riders, um, which is you know Nate's other band. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure talk about Doom Riders with Nate, but uh, and we did that for a while, and then that drummer and another guitar player from that band we started another band called labor hex which is like a uh like a, a post hardcore band which is a ton of fun to be in and then when that kind of slowed down that's when i started uh sexless marriage so it's just like i can't stop and but i also my problem is and mike will tell you this if you guys talk about me which you really should you know okay because i I'm probably more interesting than Mike and Guy. So I hope you guys all talk about me uh, during I'll, that podcast as well. I'll, I'll make sure that's should, all we talk about. It just, yeah, it should yeah. just be about me, honestly. Tell me about um, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been asking him uh, about his favorite bass lines and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. should be like, hey, tell me why Greg is so important in all your bands and how uh, there'd be nothing without him. You know, stuff like that. We're yeah. definitely going to fit in some some stuff like that. Yeah, you I should. Only if we cut this, we'll cut this part out of this one so he yeah, can't so... see it. And, it. <laughs> and then that way. <laughs> I got you, brother. It'll totally you. be off the wall. Yeah, I love It'll it. be a good, when you get to see it and check for it, you'll be like, oh, these motherfuckers did it. They did, they did. <laughs> that would be really like i would love to see both those guys reaction to that that would be really funny but um so how does greg really tie the band together yeah how did... everybody really wants to know that's the one question we've been getting so <laughs> we're just curious how do you guys see what's your perspectives of greg in the band <laughs> yeah most of the questions are coming from people that listen like you know what they we they've seen you guys live they understand that Greg is the focal point. And he's really holding everything together. Um, 
what's it like being a band with uh, you know a genius like him what's that all about <laughs> we'll have you write all the questions yeah and, and send them to us and then we'll do the everything we ask them will be what you send in <laughs> i love that and just say up fan ask this and then we'll reveal yeah fan we'll just say a random name yeah yeah I'm that's about incredible it. <laughs> this is a good uh, you're in for a good time with those guys though they're 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 awesome i mean the best part about doing those one of the main reasons i wanted to do those uh those shows after so long was because i i see mike a lot because we were in a lot of bands together and uh we hang out a lot um but john our drummer i don't get to see him a ton he's in a million bands and he's in like actual bands like huge bands he's in uncle acid you know he, he plays oh, wow. with behemoth every now and again and oh wow you know and you know he's doing the thing and i love it because he's so talented that he's actually doing it but i don't love it because i don't get to see him as much uh and and guy it's it's tough to get in not in touch with him but um just to go see him he lives in new hampshire i live down here mm-hmm. and uh and that's a, oh, no excuse but it's great to be able to do those shows because again you're forced to be hanging out it's like you have to hang out with these people and it's you know people that i love so you know, yeah makes it easy the music i realized is more difficult and i haven't played anything that hard in a long time so i had to relearn uh stuff and i was like How are you sure that? i played this this is tough man <laughs> like i wrote that shit <laughs> yeah this is maybe i'll do this instead this is tough um well i always considered clients to be our our easiest r- record um to play like physically to play yeah and <clears throat> it might still be i just uh I, like going through that stuff i was just like wait this is actually pretty tough for me now i was obviously a better player <laughs> just, a little more dexterity though. yeah dexterity a young and yeah. hungry maybe and even talking to mike mike's like why the hell did i speed pick this entire section just to say <laughs> that i could this is insane yeah right bragging rights that's how it was back then too it's, it's like true. yeah it's well like, you're gonna do this blast speed i was all look what i could fucking do exactly yeah. <laughs> which is crazy because now we're at a point where these younger bands are doing oh, everything God. and it's awesome that is one yeah. thing is that I'm so happy that this form of music that I fell in love with and I, I got to add something to is still around and still pushing what a human can do. Um, there's so many great bands out there just absolutely dominating right now, and I love it. I freaking love it. They yeah, want you no. do everything you want. No, That's dude, what's cool. Is like I've always, there's never been a lack of new music. Like that was the one thing I liked, like when Spotify came out, it was like, oh, this is cool because now it, it makes the, my search a little bit easier to find stuff that I like. And I, so I went through and found shit. And like nowadays I haven't, I haven't f- tried to find new music and metal in so long. Like I had no idea who the fuck was doing anything since like 2009 or 10. Like mm-hmm. I haven't kept up with anything in so long. And then I started dipping back into it a couple of years back. And that's when I found like, well, there's like Lorna Shore, of course, is fucking huge now. Um, and then I, I heard uh, someone recommended to me the Polyphia. So I listened to that and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, this is fucking wild. I was like, but I like it because it's different. I was like, I like how they took something new and I haven't heard what the fuck's going on and who's doing what these days. So like, <laughs> it, it was interesting to see like, how things are expanding and how the new age is, is looking at metal and shit like that. And, and nice to see people are still able to handle some really nice fucking gnarly breakdowns. Yeah. There's nothing I like more than a great buildup and a fucking amazingly crashing breakdown. Yeah. And you have like, to think that every breakdown has already been written, but yet you hear something new and you go, how the hell did they get around with making a powerful 
yeah. you know, breakdown or part of the song where yep. everything's already been written, but they somehow, like whatever band it is, somehow got around that and they're doing this and it's even more powerful. And I don't know how they did it, but I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah it's it's sure. it's nice. It's good to see that it's still carrying on when, I mean, a lot of people thought metal was kind of dying out, even rock in general. But I guess what really happened to rock is it went to metal. Everyone's fucking doing metal now and there's yeah. no radio rock bands anymore. It's because they don't want to play fucking metal. They're all out there, but everyone's doing metal now, you know? It's true. I mean, what like the biggest rock band now is probably Foo Fighters, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I mean, and, fuck, and they're gonna be a new band now. Shit. Yeah, so true. it's true. Um, yeah, but I'm yeah, and again, I'm just happy that this form of music is still around because it's it's people making it. And I don't, you know, I listen to uh, machine music as well. There's some stuff out there that's pretty cool, but to actually have humans playing instruments uh mm -hmm. i think is a, yeah. is a big deal nerds talking yep. about what guitars they use and you know what pickups they use for hours on end that should still be happening as uh, arduous and irritating as that is but i've been in that that discussion a million times as well like that that's the stuff that i love it's just mm -hmm. hearing well that's what the passion is you know when you yeah. hear when you hear those in-depth conversations going that way you know that's that's <laughs> the passion is still in it so it's true you're talking about this kick drum sounds better than that kick drum and you're like oh my god please not this again but you're in the middle of that conversation yeah like, that's what we should be <laughs> yeah about. no I and you don't know. get tired of it it's the same argument you could live to the end of your days you know everyone you, you're gonna uphold what what sounds better to you and what what works but it all works you know that's what yeah. creates the individual sounds that's what yeah. gives everyone that tone so the middle's a big part of that so it's it's keeping people playing instruments and um being able to express themselves and talk about you know ghouls and guts or or anything actually the what i do like now too is that the the writing the lyrical content has expanded beyond spooky scary stuff yeah yeah great yeah yep definitely i mean it won't touch country country has the greatest lyrics of all time i mean you could <laughs> i've never heard a metal song and you know started crying because it was so crushing uh but there's some country tunes man People oh yeah are, oh god it's oh, yeah. just devastating oh, yep. yeah especially when the dog shoots his wife and leaves yeah, with his truck wives, you know he gets well, a divorce because the, uh, the wife marries the pickup truck. It's tough. It's like tough, man. That's like real world shit. It is. Yep. <laughs> if that's ever happened to you, it hits you, you know? It's like, damn, my wife left me for my pickup truck. And that hits, bro, you know? It does. Definitely. It hits in a different way. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, I went through that. Damn. Oh, this guy knows me. It's almost like I wrote that song. <laughs> well man um i don't necessarily I, we could i could do this all fucking day but let's let's set up another one because i'm running out of time we got a few minutes and i never i don't have zoom pro um real quick though i like to, i like to do end it with a question um if you're you're robbing a bank and you're in your getaway car what are you listening to uh probably um the main theme from the drive soundtrack Fuck, okay. nice i know it's a, on the nose but you gotta have that calm feeling of getting away from something and uh dang i think it was um i think scott from man. zayo is the one that said something about that to where like dude you're pumping and pumping and pumping you got to have something kind of calm you down and make sure you get away so yeah i, I can agree with that man. i don't know about y'all but i'm gonna be pumping prodigy <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah. 
really, really, you're in there. You're going oh, yeah. Trench coat. Deep. Yeah, you're going deep. I feel like, though, the one thing about that is you're blasting out of that parking lot at 90 miles an hour. They're going to know who just robbed that bitch. Oh, you don't make it out of the parking lot. You wreck right oh, to that fucking light pole, and that's it. But you're fucking going out high. You know what I mean? You're driving to a light <laughs> Yeah, you don't fucking make it out of the lot. You're flying yeah. through the windshield. <laughs> My roommate's trying to interrupt. Look at your little face sticking out of it. Hi, roommate. Yeah. <laughs> this is my roommate. She's also uh, living there for 15 hey. years. Hey. Hello, roommate. Hello. Were you trying? Yeah? Um, this is a very important conversation. Timing's perfect. What are you listening to when you're getting oh, yeah. in your car, roommate? Yeah, okay. Come on in. What, I got, we, got a, we got a minute. You got I was going to cut off a minute. minute. It's some, like, ridiculous... Synthy montage. Music. Well, kind of, yeah. She's a big uh, synthwave fan, so probably some sort of end of the world synth music. Ah, right. Nice synthwave. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, on that note, I'm. Oh, go ahead. No, go, go. We got seconds. So. On that note, I'm gonna. Uh, apparently, I'm in. Uh, uh, I got. Oh, we've listened a minute, guys. Yeah, yep. Amazing. Thank you very much. You're beautiful people. I would 100 do this again. And um, yeah, if you ever want. <clears throat> Mike and I on this at the same time, it'll be an absolute nightmare. Yes, so, no, for sure. We're going to do that. Let's do it. I'll set it we'll up after it. we get everyone going, man. Yeah, tell Nate I said hi. Um, and uh, that's all I got. You guys rule, man. Thank you very much for your time. All well, right, Greg. It was fucking thank you. amazing. Can't wait till the next one. Definitely. All right, brother. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Later, man.